I'm dispensers of pets, going out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts, you might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch, turn to the letter F in your dictionary, and add this word to your vocabulary, take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy, damn it Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby, I'm a nerd over drive, I was and he's your host, a man who's got some funk in his trunk, Derek McCaw! Or maybe it's under the hood. I think that's referring to your recent automobile problems. Okay. Maybe we should let it slide. Funk in your trunk. Your car don't work. That... Okay. That's what it means. Ask the kids on the street. Hey, we've got a kid on the street here tonight, don't we? Yeah. Tell us. You've got to introduce yourself, Derek. We go. I, oh, will. We I will. I was still I was still mulling your introduction. That's Huh. Alright, this is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com. It is Wednesday, the sixth of July, two thousand eleven. We are podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, two seven two five El Camino Real Suite one oh four in Santa Clara, California. And, of course, to my right is my perplexing announcer, Lon the Perplexinator Lopez. Uh-huh. And across from me, we have that kid on the street. Uh, yeah, we're calling you a kid today. Take it. Okay. Young man. Nate yeah. Costa here. Yeah. Perplexed by Derek's... Perplexitation. Perplexities. Yes. <laughs> and... Was that street talk? <laughs> he's the kid on the street. I can't understand him. That's... I, Street patois. Stay he's got. off my lawn. Okay, and uh, across, Keddy Corner from me, podcast producer, Moral Compass, and old man in the yard, <laughs> Rick Brett Snyder. <laughs> is it Caddy Corner or Kitty Corner? I got Caddy Wampus for you. Well, it's Caddy Wampus. I don't know. Is Kitty Corner? I've always heard Kitty. Kitty Corner just means like across the street like and then across yeah, the street. Yeah, Kitty Corner. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did I say Caddy Corner? You said Caddy Corner. Caddy Wampus, Wampus is out of balance uh, and threatening to fall. Wait, sure. And uh, which I feel rather cattywampus most of the time. So uh, I the Fanboy Planet podcast, increasing your vocabulary since mm-hmm. 2006. Use cattywampus in us. Wow, well, we've been going five years. I don't know. I just uh, made that. So up. we celebrate the, the anniversary. Uh, claim it. Well, how long has the store been? I thought here? this thing's been on since the 60s. Didn't you guys have a huge? We did. Yeah, yeah, that we was did. sort of. Um, I'm talking Sinan about the reimagining, though. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this is the reboot. We did a re- hard reboot in two thousand six. The Pondu cast, Pondu cast. Uh, we had uh, Planet Point Crisis on Infinite podcasts. Yes, uh, Derek used to be three different guys, and they all got together. Yes, okay, which explains a lot. Um, so uh, only three, only three. That was nice of you. Okay, we got some. And comics. I'm from Earth Two. Uh, in Sherman Oaks. We'll be no, podcasting from there in about three no, weeks. No, I meant also. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, we get some comics news, some movie news, a little bit, and a little TV news. And we're going to just fill the rest. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, let's uh, start with comics. Since we were talking about uh, kind of the hard reboot things, uh, who's read Flashpoint at this point? I have. Hey, you've read I Flashpoint? skimmed it. You Today's skimmed issue? it? Today's issue? No, issue three? No, no. All right. We may do a little spoilage. Uh, then I'm going to flip side as well and say we'll, we'll combine them. Anybody reading Fear Itself? Yes. 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 And how wait, is Fear wait, Itself? Just Fear Itself or Fear Itself Itself? Fear Itself Itself. Okay. Got it. Fear Itself is 
not so, Fear itself. Right, the and big its Marvel books, the big Marvel events, the uh, the that many hammers of Thor. That's negative. Yes. No, you're bitter because they stole your idea. Pretty much. Yes. Okay. Rip off. All right. Yet uh, another company stealing Lon's ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally. Eventually, Rampant. all companies will steal Lon's I've ideas. I've got great ideas. People just rip them off well, and don't give yeah. me credit. Yeah, I understand. Uh, so, uh, and what we're going to find out about that, that later. That Popeil pocket fisherman, Lons. Lons, totally. <laughs> totally. Kind of a different concept. No, no. I Meatloaf. Popeil is actually Meatloaf. a hero. Lons. Totally, Lons. Yes. Yeah. I would do anything for Lons. Corn. McFlurry. Lons. Lon, totally. Well, McFlurry. sort of. Yeah. Actually, uh, not McFlurry. <laughs> Dippin' Dots. Oh, Dippin' Dots. Lons. Futuristic. How yeah. about Fear Itself? Did you? Are you enjoying that book? I'm not reading it at all, so tell That's me. a bunch of books. I'm enjoying that, it. That, it's, well, it's, did you read number four today already? No, I did not. Can I someone please either. explain the whatever's going on in Fear yeah. Itself? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, is, how is it changing the Marvel Universe as we know it? So far... Thor's in trouble again, so that doesn't really change. Well, just anyway. give me the basic lowdown. I do, I know nothing about Fear itself. Tell me and the listeners at home. Help me out, Rick. What's the bad guy's name? Serpent. Yeah. There's basically an anti-Odin mm. who was uh, sort of like an anti-monitor. Sure. Okay, just checking. Or is Ooh. it like a mirror image of Odin, and he has a black goatee like Spock? Kind of, and he's kind of kind of homeless looking. Hmm. Um, well, and Odin was Red Skull's daughter Sin unlocked him from wherever he was. She transformed, by picking up a hammer that transformed her into yeah. his. So she completed her level and unlocked him exactly. Okay. So she yeah. she boosted up her level, okay. and doing that, seven hammers fell to earth that gave the people that picked him up uh, powers similar to Thor's. However, unlike Thor's hammer, where he picks up, he you know he's throwing his hammer around. Their hammers change them. Basically, they become possessed by their hammer. Hmm. Uh, so they're evil hammers. They're mm-hmm. evil hammers. Um, so you got Hulk, Thing, Juggernaut, Absorbing Man. What's her name? Titania. Yeah, Titania. And then who else? A couple other ones, I think. Oh, so only heroes picked up the no, hammers? No, 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 no Absorbing Man. Man. Absorbing Man. There were, there well, were I mean, a like few villains. It made them villainous. So the heroes that did pick him up, like Thing and Hulk, did become villains. Mm. And they they talked about like hearing music, like, oh, it's singing to me, and they pick it up, and they were the only ones that could pick it up, and they were the only ones that could hear whatever music they're hearing. Yeah. But how it has changed the Marvel Universe thus far, unknown. I do know that, uh, spoilers on, Bucky died again. Yeah, I heard that. However... I was thinking about this uh, in the car earlier. So in Captain America, Bucky's in prison, which must be a long time ago, mm-hmm. because during Siege, wasn't Bucky involved in that as well? And then Siege went straight into fear itself. So apparently nobody, no superheroes wanted to talk to him about being in prison during F- Siege. And Why was he cares. in prison during Siege? He went up on trial for He went on trial crimes. for his past crimes as Winter Soldier and basically got... Uh, sent to Russia on some trumped up charges. So he's sure. in a Russian uh, prison. Do they call that a gulag? That's exactly yes. what the story oh, is okay. called. Yeah. Gulag. Interesting. So and so he died in prison? An no, old no, no. Man? He died in fear itself by getting his arms ripped off if I... Or just one arm? Well, how do you die? Oh, he already had one. a missing arm, didn't he? One of his yeah. arms. Yeah. Yeah. His bionic arm got ripped off in number three. It always gets ripped off. How does he die from that? Unknown. Yeah, run out of oil. So Bucky dead now means Maybe. Bucky dead again. Who knows? 
Yeah. Because Bucky's not dead in Bucky Captain America. And Captain America and Bucky comes out, what, next month? Yeah. Month after? But it might be a new Bucky. But uh, I think Captain America mm-hmm. and Bucky is a World War Two book. According so. to one of the Marvel, either Brevert or another guy, it's not in the past. Oh, it's not? Yeah. Oh, Maybe I, it's Captain America and Bucky Lasik, the famous skateboard, oh, skateboarder. That's a possibility. Oh, okay. Did you read the Captain America special from last week? The uh, It's a first in a series. Uh, I've forgotten what. Movie tie-in? Uh, no, movie uh, no tie-in to uh, the 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 uh, super teams back in World War Two. I'm trying to remember what it was. Invaders? Not Invaders. It was another All one. Winter Squad? Yes, that was it. All Winter yeah. Squad, which which is definitely more military base with Cap in a military uniform and regular soldiers and then Well the um, All Winter Squad is heroes. essentially the All Star well, they were first, uh, but the All Star Squadron for for D C But they had a bunch of characters I've never heard right. of. Right. No, any superhero that existed in World War Two in the Marvel Universe is technically a member of the okay. All Winter Squad. Okay. All winners actually, or winter? All, All winners. 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 Like Charlie Sheen? Duh. Yes. Winning. Oh, great. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was a good book. I mean, I'm looking forward to follow-up issues. Yeah. So. Uh, while we're on the cap in the World War II real fast, uh, did any of you guys catch, I don't know if it was the Avengers finale, uh, Mighty Avengers, or Earth's Mightiest Heroes, or the whatever the cartoon? No, I've got it banked. They did like a World War II kind of thing with Captain America. I don't know if this was the end or one of the ish- episodes, but... They talk about him battling with Jack Fury instead of Nick Fury. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I was you watching mean battling beside. Yeah, like, like, I, yeah. I was too. watching a few uh, a few weeks ago with my son, and there was an episode where uh, they were all in Asgard. And, oh yeah, yeah. And he and was in. He was in and, uh, and, Hades, and he was in. Yeah, and so Weren't he's they trying to set up that as the father to Nick Fury. I don't know. Well, I that guess was so. my question. Are they, they starting to retcon that? That caught my attention too. Yeah. That the cartoon called him Jack Fury, and I think it's maybe it's so they can't don't give away too many secrets about Nick Fury because obviously. The Avengers cartoon is meant to vaguely seem like that's where the, the Marvel movie, movie universe the movie is going. Universe, right. yeah. Certainly by casting an a, a voice actor who sounds exactly like Robert Downey Jr. I've just been I've just been black looking at that. They're trying to retcon it so they don't have to do anything like the Infinity Formula for... Uh, or well, but the thing is that Nick Fury... It's not the Infinity Formula. But the, Nick, yeah, the Infi- Infinity Formula. But in, um, in the Ultimate Universe, Nick Fury is essentially... The first Captain America. He's one of the right. super soldiers, and that's right. why he's able to still be. But functioning. that's in the Ultimate, though. Yeah, but right. but the movie universe borrows very heavily mm. from the Ultimate it does. universe. I was just curious if they were going to start retconning that in the Cap books or whatever. It'll be interesting to see. Maybe they will bring a Jack Fury. Maybe. Oh, they are. What did they do? They had Nick Fury was a big part of a recent Captain America uh, issue, talking about when they were hanging out. Hmm. Maybe Jack Fury faked his death and changed his name to Nick. Or maybe there Nick was Fury the whole time, and then he just called himself Jack to pose as like his father. Right, right. That's a, maybe. Who knows? Uh, so let me swap back over to so we talk Fury itself, sort of. Uh, Flashpoint. Are we still kind of on an? Uh, you peeked. Uh, you sneak to peek at uh, well, one of the tie-in books, well, Breaking I, the Oath. Well, I didn't. I didn't read the story. <laughs> I just. I just flipped open a book because I was intrigued yeah. by the cover. So I mean, but the experiment is still valid, and I'm still just reading Flashpoint, and it's still holding together the story for me. But you're leading into the fact that I peeked inside of Batman, Batman Night, Night of Vengeance, Vengeance. and I looked at the last couple of pages, and I saw the the same same. I'm going to say this is the, of, of the crossover books, or the or the tangential ones. That's the one that when it comes in trade paperback, 
uh, or you know, come into your store and buy it now on an individual issues. That's the one that just stands well on its own as this is an alternate universe Batman story in which Thomas Wayne is Batman. Batman. A very disturbed and dark Batman. Oh, it is, yeah. And it's a very... <laughs> with red eyes. With uh, And, uh, yes, that's right. He does have red eyes. And, uh, of course, the logical thing that I, I really hadn't paid attention to... Uh, first of all, it's by uh, Brian uh, Azzarello and... Uh, oh, what is the artist's name? But the, guy, the team that did 100 Bullets, which is yeah. was an awesome book. And so this... Eduardo Risso. Eduardo Risso. And this is uh, a great story in and of itself... Even though it falls prey to all the things that Elseworlds often do, is like, well, where's this character? What happened to this character? Yeah. What does this one look like now? But with young Bruce dead, uh, then the the question that I, I really hadn't paid attention to was if Thomas Wayne watched uh, watched uh, Bruce get gunned down, they never mentioned Martha, right? And so this issue kind of finds out, kind of finds out, and uh, what I loved love about this issue too is it introduces the Joker the way the Joker is in this universe and it's clearly drawn to for the first few appearances to look like Heath Ledger's Joker yeah and so it's like oh Heath Ledger became the Joker in this but uh it's but it's really a good interesting little story and when it ties in the main Flashpoint book uh, I think there's a lot of accusation, and often sometimes true, is that like a lot of Flashpoint and, and a lot of Jeff Johns' writing is he's very good at coming up with really cool plots. He's really good, good at coming up with good characterizations, and yet oftentimes, especially when the events get bigger and bigger, the, he can't gel both at the same time very well. Motivations. Motivations, and, char- and characters with. will act the way the plot needs them to instead of they're acting the way that their character is right. driving them. Right. The exception I would say in Flashpoint is that the Thomas Wayne Batman is absolutely behave doing what he's doing because and as a parent I think you as parents you and I can understand this is he is perfectly willing to give up his existence if that means that his son yeah would be alive. But he had already had uh, from the first issue and uh, he had a death wish. I mean, he was obviously yeah. he didn't really care if he died. He didn't care if the world died. It was it was a matter of you know this is a depressed and anxiety ridden, disturbed individual, and we're starting to peek in. And the that's eye. what makes good storytelling. Indeed, indeed, or at least good Batman stories. Indeed. So uh, I, I'm 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 digging that. Uh, so uh, we got a tweet uh, today from Chris artist Chris Weston, and this is just my twelve update. He has the first five pages of the last issue of the twelve. On his desk to illustrate. So, wow! Uh, for people not remembering, the twelve was a Marvel series. Tell me about the twelve. Again. The twelve that has been like years and years. Uh, J. Michael Straczynski and Chris Weston did this story about twelve forgotten Marvel heroes that had been put in suspended animation at the end of World War II and awoke during Civil War. Right? Didn't that when it started? Was it that long ago? It was this during Civil War because they were. The yeah. first question was, "Are you going to register?" And uh, so, um, and then nine issues came out, and then a few things happened, and I think Straczynski got an Oscar nomination and had other things he needed to do. Shocking. Did they really get put into the Marvel Universe? I mean... No, the book never crossed over the Marvel Universe, but that was clear that that's where they'd come from. They were the 12 forgotten All-Winners squad members. All the All-Winners were... Squad were marching in. They were separated out from, like, Captain America and Human Torch and all that, and so... 
uh, they got distracted into this little little bunker where the Nazis put them into suspended animation. Right, but their story has been kind of insulated from everything No, but else. it did reference Understood. Civil War when it Understood. started because the intention was, <laughs> you know, it'd be done five, four or five years ago. No, it was not that long. Two years ago, three years ago. How long has it been since Civil War? Civil War is when I started reading comics again. I think that was 2005 or six. Wow. Holy crap. Time flies. <laughs> it's been five years. <laughs> ah! Okay. So, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that. I want to add, uh, before we get to what Nate really wants to talk about, I just want to point out that the showcase edition of Doc Savage, good Doc Savage comics from DC, because they're actually the Marvel Magazine black and white uh, Doc Savage stories from the 70s, uh, is available on your newsstand, on your newsstand, in your comic shop today. Nice, thick, how old are you, Derek? Phone book size. (laughs) I'm old. Available on your newsstand, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, your, your corner newsstand. It's your Barnes and Noble. Go to the spinner rack now. at the local uh, Walmart. At the Rexall. The Rexall Drugs. Long's Drugs. What? You don't what? Save on. Well, sa- don't save on still exist. Does it? They, they come back. Long's don't. Long's. Long's or CVS now. Did yeah. this area ever have like the total fold-up corner? News guy. There was one in downtown San Jose. Had, had really, okay. and LA still has a few. You see them every now and then. Yeah, hmm. yeah. they have them in New York. You always see them in and in London, where I really want to be. They have them they, in Mexico. They have them all over this. News agents. I think there still is one downtown, but it's enclosed now. Well, it has to be San Jose. Yeah, yeah. downtown. Uh, I, I think there used to be one in downtown Sunnyvale too. Around the corner from Original Joe's, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, and in Fawcett no, City, there used, yeah. a, there used to be a cigar and, and newsstand. And it's still there. Uh, it never yeah. had it. Never had an outside part to it. They no, but the, it's still there. They had the shoe shine guy outside yeah. out front. The one thing you uh, you and he would to always this. bite your nickel when you gave it to him. And because I, I I really want people to go out and buy bless that, you, sir. That <laughs> doc is that all of the issues? Yes, it's all eight issues of the uh, Marvel of the, magazine, of the large one, and those which were originally done in black and white. And yes. these they're great artists, and they're Val Mayrick. Um, yes, you know, just. Tony DeZuniga. Yeah, just yeah. great, great, great inking in there and good. And, yeah, unlike a lot of showcase, actually it was meant to be in black meant and white. Meant to be black so, and white, so you're not so you missing go. anything. You're just getting a for just you're getting get it. goodness. How do you do the man in, man, man of bronze in black and white? You do it shading. Cheap, cheaply. You do it on the cover. Shading. Yeah. Shading, yeah, just a little bit of shading. Those little, little dots, little, little cross hatching. They did a lot. They did a lot of that that dotted uh, um, shading stuff in that. Book. Yeah, so uh, oh. it's it's probably stuff and probably the best Doc Savage in comics uh, in the last half Arguably. century. And most of them were not uh, adaptations. No, so. uh, none of the magazines were. Yeah, were. Um, is it Flash Gordon though? You don't know. Wait, were you there at the barbecue? I that? heard there was some kind of controversy over us having T-shirts. We all were wearing Captain America T-shirts. No, that was different. Was that on purpose? But when I, no, we did not. It's <laughs> nice. just uh, it's patriotic. And I showed did up, and someone asked me, "But is it Flash Gordon?" And then you all laughed like loons because um, <laughs> we were starting to sober up. Inside joke. Yeah. Somebody yeah. started that at the barbecue. Somebody was like, "Oh yeah, but is it Flash Gordon?" And we went, "What are you talking about?" And then they just it all became like this funny thing. So that was the new. Well, I do notice that every time I wear my Flash symbol. T- T-shirt, people stop me on this, you know, I, and go, "Hey, Flash Gordon!" And I go, "No, the Flash, but they similar." I'm correcting you. Got the right word in there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the best response to that is just put your middle finger up and just walk away. Okay, I'll try that. Mm-hmm. So we go from Doc Savage to Savage Dragon, and issue one. Can we go to Savage Garden afterwards? Is, can, we can. Okay. Can we go to Olive Garden? Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, in 177 in October, coming out in October. 
uh, from Image Comics. And our oh. friend Eric Larson. And our friend Eric friend Larson. The program, Eric Osama Larson. Bin Laden is coming back. Just like Hitler did. That's right. He did do a giant mm-hmm. Hitler. So a giant green monster Osama is coming. And Nate, you are the hardcore Savage Dragon fan. Talk about it. Put you on the spot. Boom. Go. Put me, putting me on the spot. I don't know if it's actually part of the story or if it's just on the cover, Derek. I believe it's, it's actually in the story. But Osama has appeared in Savage Dragon before, right? On Savage on Dragon. On Savage Dragon. With, uh, I want to be on Savage Dragon. Oh, was it, that did not actually appear in the story? Exclusive. No, that was not. That had oh. nothing to do with the book. Okay. But it was awesome. Is it still worth a lot of money? Did you try to sell it? Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't sell it. Oh, okay. I'll never sell he it. He sleeps with that. Hmm. Really? Don't don't tell his fiance. No. Um, is she Flash you, Gordon? You ha- you're e- you're a a fiance now? No, no, no. I just yeah. like pushing that. We're in. We're on the way. Okay. <laughs> a fiance. And luckily for Nate, she doesn't listen to the podcast. So <laughs> all I, if we're gonna if we're gonna tie that all together though, let's let's just say that Larson likes his political dictator villains. They make good old school comic type fodder. Mm-hmm. For the Savage Dragon to punch and beat up. Well, Absolutely. It's, it's jingoistic. Well, it's, or the Savage pandering Dragon. And it it's works. what? It's jingoistic and pandering. That's and how it works. To me. And it works. Absolutely. What does jingoistic mean? Uh, Racist. No. For the benefit of the court, please explain. <laughs> no, jingoistic, jingoistic is like flag, uh, kind of overly flag waving, patriotic, pandering to so the So Hacksaw Jim Duggan ish. That would be, yes. So Hacksaw Jim Duggan is a jingoist. Well, he's been guilty of What about Hulk Hogan? Uh, Hulk Hogan's been guilty of bingoism. He's been guilty of bingoism. Bingoism? Yeah. That's when you sing about your dog a lot. Yeah. What about Kid Rock? uh, Is he jingoist? Yeah, no. Jingoism? He's more of... No, he kind of is. Yeah. Okay, good. Now I understand what it means. Uh, But wait, what would be another example? Like Stalin, jingoistic? No, no, no. uh, No, no, just evil. Right, but if he's flag wearing his own, like if he's like a, like a Kim Jong Il, can he be? Sure, it doesn't have to be related to the U.S. To the no. U.S. Right, it's just a right. political no. thing. Right, right? Yeah, yeah, Kim Jong Il is often very jingoistic. I don't think so. I'm not knowing enough, honestly, about what Stalin said so much as what he did. But you're basically saying just a, uh, a flag waving, patriotic, yeah. for any nationalistic, country. you know, national. Yeah. Okay, got it. Unthinking, yeah. which is slightly unthinkingly different. It's all about connotation. Gotcha. Not, not yeah. denotation. The Fanboy Planet Podcast, increasing your vocabulary since 2008. Or at least lawns. Mm-hmm. So, going back over things you should have learned in, in U.S. government back in high school. You know what I was learning in high school? I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you had a lot more fun than I did. What's next on But I had agenda? Captain Cosmic <laughs> in the afternoons. Mm. That's how old I am. Mm. Okay. Uh, what was next is that I just want to note that there is a special uh, comics, media, and digital conference on a preview night at Comic-Con being hosted at the Marriott. ICV2, uh, the Ooh, website. the droid from Star Wars? No. Oh. Uh, and Comics Beat are sponsoring a thing on the future of comics. What uh, time? Uh, I don't have time is yet. Is it after preview I, night? No, no, no. Why don't you have time to tell us? Just tell us. Uh, the times have not been listed, and we may not. It oh. may not be actually open to the public. It may just be professionals invited for a, a panel. Okay. Uh, but it uh, was announced looks like today. I just found something to sneak into. Okay, good. Right. Uh, or you could go in a preview night. With the rest of us. Yeah, sure. No, I think uh, Lon should go and uh, talk there about because, of course, people are very concerned about the future of comics, in particular digital. They're trying to look Stephanie forward to. Stephanie right now is holding me a place in line at Comic Con. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think. I think that's what she said. 
Oh, okay. Uh, that's fine. Uh, she's probably waiting in line for the Doctor Who panel. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, so they're looking forward to what are comics going to look like even in 2013. And as we know, in September, DC is supposed to be launching day and date digital distribution. Uh, the comics retailers are frantically trying to work with Comixology to set up portals on their website so that you can order uh, your books your digital DC books through them and still get some sort of, they still get some money in, in there. People are scared, man. Day and date digital distribution. Just like. Or it's da-da-da-da-da. What are they going okay. to read these comics on? Is it, is it the desired for, uh, platform iPad? iPad? iPads, I guess. Android iPhones, phones. Your phone, phones, your smartphones. Your computer. So what about the, the, popular, the part of the population that can't afford the iPad? Can I, can I read Comixology? They can buy comics. Can I read Comixology on my computer? I can download an app for that on my computer? I expect so. I've only seen that it's Android and iPhone and iPad. I haven't looked into it, but there can aren't. I mean, Marvel's Look into that. Marvel, Marvel has their reader on the PC as well as on the... Okay. Uh, so well, you can I read them on your computer then. Then I would be, oh, suddenly it changes. Except that the thing is day and date is still going to be two ninety nine or three ninety nine. They're charging the cover price of the... Of the uh, and, but here's the danger of that. Hard copy. The danger of that is, okay... So we're having our own little conference right here. So Mark Wade, if you want to listen and steal You can steal, steal this Lon's from ideas. me because yeah. everybody else does. <laughs> here's the issue with that is you've got, you know, with the internet and all the digital media that's getting transpired through there... I mean, how many transpired, transpired, okay. transpired, tran- trans- transported, transported? Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Fanboy Planet podcast, increasing your vocabulary, vocabulary since five minutes ago. Um, I mean, what? A, I mean, it's going to be once these these comics are now digitized and traded through mm-hmm. certain channels. Isn't it going to be so much easier to pirate and? Put out for free. I mean, it's the internet. I mean, they're going to no, bootleg. They're encrypted. They're uh, yeah. They're, All it takes is one one cracker to and do that, it. And, <laughs> um, and I don't and mean Kid white Rock guy. is not That's going a jingoistic to, uh, thing yeah, to say. Yeah, uh, no, uh, no. I, I don't think any so really? far. Like, Comicsology has been going on for fine. The pirate things are usually PDFs or what's the other uh, file format? CBZ, whatever that stands for. Yeah, there's, there's comic there's a couple books. Of them. Yeah. Oh, that must yeah. be it. And CBR is comic book RAR. Okay. CBR. There we go. There we go. Thank See, you. There's already. Give yourself some credit on the yeah, uh, recording. That what's voice your, just came out from my left. What's your name? I'm Chris. Chris what? Uh, Bergeron. Chris Bergeron. You just try again? Out with technological Chris information. Chris Bergeron? Yeah. Was that? Yeah, really? And, and Chris, okay. have, you, have you cracked <laughs> Have you cracked the uh, <laughs> comicsology uh, code? He's not Although admitting I'm, it. I'm That's sure why he gave us a fake name. I don't. I haven't. Okay. Either of those are not my thing. <laughs> How about cryptozoology? Too much math. Sure, okay. why not? Okay. Let's study yes, yes. cryptids. Okay. Like, there we go. Above my head is a wall with a poster from Harrison Bergeron, and it is like... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. true. No. I'm it's, looking at the wall now. We're dealing There's with the no usual suspects thing. here. He's like, Chris... Okay. And, okay. Anyway. So, uh, that's it. So, let's stay on some Comic-Con news, shall but we? But I'm just going to say, though, dude, it's gonna they're, they're going to lose money by digitizing, I think. I don't know if it's going to work. Okay, well, and no one knows. This is true. And yet... Because bootleg... I mean, if you can get something on the internet for free, why would you pay for it? Well, Lon, right now, there are lots and lots and lots of books that are being sold by Amazon on the internet, and they're making a lot of money. Lots and lots of books? Lots and lots of books. Yeah, those are those pages without pictures. So yeah. what are you saying, then? That, so, that Amazon... So far, the ebook phenomenon, though there has been piracy, Yes, they are making... 
It's the same reason. Lots of money. There's still a lot of piracy in software, but there are and, lots of companies and making the, money on and it. And the okay, belief would be enough. the belief would be that it's you know it's that the digital thing is not to get us in here. It's to get the kid who has an iPad who does not go to a shop, or the people who are just afraid of comic book because stores. The thing is, like, right, Chris? Sure. People or, are afraid of comic book stores. It's better if you're obsessive, compulsive, need to organize. I mean, how much nicer is it to be like, right. oh, what was that thing? Superman 52. I can just search through it. Yep. Pop up, as opposed to, let me roll up to my storage bin and look in box number 35. Do you currently buy uh, electronic comics? Anything that is hard to find until I can get Steve to find it for me, or... That would be store manager, co-manager, Steve Simonetti. Yeah, or things that I just have no idea if I'll like, because if I don't like it and it's digital, then I just never download it again and it sits off in a cloud somewhere and I don't care. Ah, uh, okay. if I buy... So you feel guilty if you buy a paper book and you then burn it for heat? Well, because then I still have to keep it nice and keep it in its bag and... Sure. Know, a true collector. Make sure that it swaps out all the time. I mean, you know, now that brings up a whole nother Good point. Thank issue. Yeah. A whole nother issue is like, what about after the apocalypse and everybody's got digital comics? That storytelling will be lost. We need the hard copies, not just to burn for heat, but so the stories can continue. I think that was the uh, book of Eli, too. Yeah, he, he oh, is. Lord. Yeah. He has he has R. Crumb's uh, Book of Genesis. Yeah, right. he has, to take he has uh, yeah, he has uh, Impossible Man memorized. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, as long as you promise me, someone's got it all memorized. Wait a minute, that's my purpose. That's your job. <gasps> no, someone else has Impossible Man. You have ambush. Can you imagine the Book of Eli and Derek was Eli and had to <laughs> to to brave the apocalypse? To Derek get would die under that bridge to mm. ta- to explain to future generations what Final Crisis was about. <laughs> yeah, tell us another story, <laughs> I, Uncle. I Derek. feel like I have a total purpose now. Thank They're you. like, we need the final issue of I Ambush must, Bug. I must live on to spread my knowledge. Anyway, let's go to movie news, shall we? And it, how it relates, pertains to Comic-Con. We've talked about how uh, uh, some of the big studios are avoiding Hall H. Hall H. Or uh, just in general. H. Uh, and, well, no, no, no. So I think it's Hall H for haters. Uh, absolutely, except they've I, solved I've heard one. that Nate is going to avoid Hall H as well. Are you going to avoid Hall H entirely? He, Not entirely. He's only avoiding it, though, because he really likes his eyeballs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> There's something know, good there. I will go. And a lot of stuff, a lot of television has moved to Hall H when normally Hall H is a movie, movie. thing. they got to fill the space, baby. Well, they're going to. They've got a Doctor Who presentation. Both Matt Smith and Karen Woo-hoo. Gillian are going to be there. And, so there'll uh, be like 3,000 people in there. No, there will be. They many should have moved Smallville to Hall H years ago. But now there is no now Smallville Now there is no Smallville, panel. so well, who cares about their last TV year. in there? It was in there last year. Smallville was, was it? it? Yes, it was. Okay, well, good. That was the, the well. Then last year was the one year. Go back. It was early in the morning. First year and the only year that Tom Welling appeared at Comic Con. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, I know he was there last yeah. year. Was he it was, last year or two years ago? It was last year. He it wouldn't last talk. Year. He wouldn't talk to um, websites. He would talk. It was only in Ballroom to Twenty last year. No, he was in. He was in. Ooh, you may be right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Wow. Anyway, they're smartened up. The Twilight, what is the last movie? Uh, Endless the, the Moon. Breaking Dawn. Terrible Breaking film. Wind. Yeah, yeah the two-parter. Two Not ter- Enough Dead. Uh, we'll be uh, having their panel first thing Thursday, Thursday morning. morning. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> uh, so Twilight will not be a problem. In fact, 
I, I predict that after Thursday, the uh, attendance at, at Comic Con will drop by half. Uh, <laughs> all the Twihards will go all home. All the Twihards will go home because Thank you. they've had it there. So, um, Comic Con. No, you know, it's just it's one of those I think things. it's good to get it over with early. We've complained of, you know, for 30 years of it being a male-dominated thing, and then finally the girls show up, and nobody's happy because they don't like what the girls Well, they weren't like. interested in anything the boys were interested in, including well, the boys. You know, that's... And welcome to the world, Rick. Welcome <laughs> hey, to the world. Hey. I brought a girl, and she did not go to Twilight. True. Because you didn't tell her it was there, did you? She knew. She studied the programming harder than I did. Uh-huh. And... She didn't go to Twilight. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, things that we know Marvel isn't going to have any uh, movie panels. Oh, Although, right. Lon has suggested... Go ahead, Lon. Tell us your secret theory. I have a theory. And it's a theory. It's, it's a theory. This it's is based strictly on nothing other than... Theory. Lon Conjecture had a dream. Yes. This is my theory. With the all these people... Dinosaurs more than one Well, let me, let, me, let me pose it with questions to you, then. What were some of the reasons why some of these bigger studios didn't want to show at their play at the Hall H? Fan Money, on fan violence, fan on fan violence. There was a pen stabbing. Is that real? They didn't want to do that because no, of I that? Did, no, I don't. No, there was a lot of people. But there was the pen video. on pen violence oh, before I Avengers. I was not able to get into the Avengers panel because they wouldn't let us in in case more ball points were broken out. Weren't yes. you in line with us? No, no, no. I was doing it. Should have come up Thompson. to the front of line with us. No. You were already in. I couldn't oh. get in. Yeah. Anyways, it was because they didn't like their their film being videoed and uploaded to YouTube, which I totally agree with. I understand exactly. Sure. Sure, but what happens if you don't announce a panel and you just have it like say you announce some like bogus panel. You know what I mean? Like remember like back in the day when like say the Beatles were famous or something and they wanted to do a secret <laughs> show. It's, it's like when Whatever uh, happened when the to the Beatles them. were alive. You remember <laughs> that band, right? If, if you're in a town and a small band called Soft White Soft White Underbelly is playing, that really means that it's Blue Oyster Cult. See? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like these bigger acts would come in under some, that later. Or look at no, like, that's what it do. Look at like Blue do. Harvest. Ah, big so example yeah. of that. So right? there will be a so panel. The upshot there is there's twenty percent fewer videos on YouTube or whatever. So gets I'm done just it. saying, if for some reason now to avoid, like since it's become so huge, right? Yeah, yeah. And you wanted to bring back kind of the mystique and the awe to Comic Con, right? You announce some BS panel of some movie nobody's ever heard of, right? And that's when you have your Avengers panel. So you're saying that it's not going to be a Twilight panel? It'll actually be the Marvel? No, the Twilight panel, they just right, want to get Right rid of. after the Twilight panel is when they'll hold it in Hall H, in the, and it'll be on the schedule as clearing the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one movie, though, I do Something like starring like Jamie Farr and... Is he still alive? Yes. yes. Jamie Farr and... Uh, <laughs> Gary Ed, Sandy. And Ed Asner. And like yeah. all the kids are... Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. The return of Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, with Jamie Farr and Asner. <laughs> well, no, that would that be is, after the that Cagney is disturbing. Or no. the uh, I do want to say one movie that's just sort of snuck in that I I really want to go to the panel now. Uh, Ryan Quantin from True Blood. Oh, I saw the press the, release for uh, this for this Knights of Badassery. Yeah, that looks no badass. Badass them. Uh, Ryan Quantin is a rock star who uh, it's like what is it, album tanks or something. So his friends. Uh, his friends keep going, keep uh, going. bring him in to uh, take his mind off his failures. Make him oh, go they LARPing. LARPing. Yeah, they go yeah, LARPing. Yeah. Huh. And it features the one magic element that makes all movies better. No, the two. only, the only oh. thing that could... Well, one one, one of, of of two or three magic elements that make all movies better. Felicia Day? Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh, Peter Dinklage and Felicia Day. 
I was be about awesome. to use the M word. I think you know where I'm talking. I about. don't. I don't. You mean Midgets. small person? Mid, uh, yeah, and then just Peter Dinklage. <laughs> because that is one thing that makes everything better. better. Yeah, and uh, sorry. You know, the only way that movie people. could get better is if Woody Harrelson played a wizard. But, but uh, uh, yeah, I saw the press for that, and now I'm totally, I totally want to go to that panel because that sounds awesome. It sounds like a because they go larping and then they mysteriously the, unleash an actual s- demon. Yeah, some <laughs> so like yeah, to, and then they have so to actually fight heavy it. metal larping and Peter Dinklage. Really, what could be wrong with this movie? Nothing. It could be the next. You uh, said that about Sucker Punch. Oh. That, it could be the next Stan <laughs> Helsing, though, so we got to be careful. Don't, oh, man. Oh, yeah. that hurt. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I saw that. Oh, it was painful. I watched you know, that on, it's on, probably on something Peter. It's probably something Peter did years ago, and now that he's popular with uh, no, because it's Game of Thrones. The Ryan Quanton thing is, too, uh, is no? too, it's oh, okay. too intriguing. So. Okay. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Uh, so look at that. But anyway... But there will be a Marvel pre- movie presence, as we suspected. Uh, and what's come out is that uh, uh, the claimed rumor is that as you sort of posited and at the barbecue He's on Monday night, lawn. Dave ta- – yes, I'm sorry, Lawn sort of posited and He's Dave Tapia ran with it. I want, uh, I want uh, – now, now, please, don't goodson me. Hmm. Okay, no. No, I will not have it. I will not have it. Are we talking about Speederman? I don't know. What? Anyway, Dave Tapia kind of ran with the ball uh, and was saying, you know, like on uh, Dark Knight, they'd had a viral thing where you did the Joker. People did it like a, jo- a little mini Joker convention. There were Jokers running around when they had no footage to show. Uh, Tron did the same thing. If you were, if you hashtag Tron on Twitter in the early days of Twitter, the first time they brought Flynn's Arcade to Comic-Con was you had to be in the know and know, and that was two years before Tron Legacy uh, had, a fo- had a formal pa- panel and was ready to go. Or the year before, so um, so now they're going to do it with the Avengers. Theory is that there'll be Shield check-in stations throughout, kind of like WonderCon, oh, yeah. yeah. And then that you'll have uh, at the booth there may be monitors that show you what's going on on the deck of the helicarrier, which will be apparently featured heavily in uh, the Avengers film, like uh, Odin's throne was last year, right, right. right. And and though I feel bad because I never got close enough to see this, uh, you told uh, Nate mentioned that the Infinity Gauntlet was there. Thanos Infinity Gauntlet Lake, was there. Nate got within spitting distance. How, did you, how could you tell that? Tell no, what? That you were within spitting distance. It was in a glass case, right? Oh, now. Okay, and you Sorry. spat on it. But yeah. they didn't spat on the glass. They, they didn't the release that until like Sunday, though, right? Or What's like that? The Infinity Gauntlet. Oh like no, it, that was there the whole time. Oh, it, was it? It looked like. You know how they have the sideshow collectibles because sideshow was kind of close to oh, where and it looked like Michael Odin's Jackson's throne club. was, and I thought <laughs> maybe <laughs> they just put little, it over here. A little here. more sedate because yeah. I thought it was just the helmets at first. It was like Thor's helmet, Loki's helmet, and then like later I saw because I saw the the thing, the, the stand, well, and it didn't the have thing. the gauntlet. That's going to be the thing, uh, you know. To, I'm looking forward to the Marvel booth there and to see will Warner Brother counter because last year they had Avenger's corpse. Yeah, uh, which was an odd but those, promotional I mean, item. Did they actually say that it was a movie tie-in prop, or because yeah, it would the, just be cool Infinity to Gauntlet? have the Infinity Gauntlet? No, it did. Gauntlet there. No idea that it. But was it does appear Thor. in Thor. Yeah, does it appear in Thor? It do, yes, in in Odin's Hall Trophy Hall, where they the oh, uh, that. Frost Giants. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, yeah so I didn't see it either. There's been but you can you can look before. it up. There's like four or five items in there that are like clues to other things that th- that Odin has been holding. And the Infinity Gauntlet was one. Okay. So. Was one of them an alien skull? 
Predator Skull. Uh, predator Skull. Thor yeah, versus Predators. That would be awesome. Thor versus Predators versus Alien. That would not, not even be a fight. Wouldn't? No. No? Didn't you see what Thor did to the Frost Giant monster? You're Come right. On. You're right. That was awesome. Yeah, but you know what? He's never been hunted by a Predator. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and we also know uh, uh, it looks like Chris Evans will be appearing. So it likely is that like, all the Avengers cast members may have the weekend off. From filming to do signings at at the convention at the booth, and Chris Evans is going to be appearing with, uh, I guess, the Marines. Uh, they're doing something down in San Diego, the weekend of Captain America. We go and, at and Pendleton or whatever, somewhere near the convention, so that hmm. fans could actually go. But to but to acknowledge the military, and you know, are they going to be doing because the there there is a, a naval port right there, so it must be. Yeah. The Navy. Yeah. I'm sorry, it must be the Navy. Well, there's uh, the Camp Pendleton. Is it Pendleton? It's right on Pendleton's the way down. It's on the way yeah, yeah. down. But Pendleton's I think the one I drove into to go to the bathroom and almost got shot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, and then that's you a story to for later. Uh, but uh, but yes, uh, so there'll be an event because I know I've been in San Diego before where they've had uh, they've had like an aircraft carriers come in and they've done oh, yeah. fireworks and yeah. and uh, do you think no, they'll Winston be? And I thought we were actually under, a, under attack at the Holiday Inn. Do you think they'll be doing the uh, as the what's the uh, shoot? The uh, the military uh, entertainment wing, what's that the called? USO. Blue USO. Angels. Do you think they'll be doing the Captain America USO show? That would be cheesily awesome. Uh, Play like Living in America and, and have Chris an Evans odd, come out. There's an odd thing. <laughs> you know, they're all saying, like, there's rumored to be an off-site screening of Captain America during the convention. And I'm thinking they will be opening that weekend. That's not an off-site screening. That's, there are movie theaters <laughs> there. Uh, so we'll see. And we'll be selling tickets. That's a juicy rumor. <laughs> That's a juicy rumor, that one. Yes. So it'll be uh, intriguing to see. So um, that's all I got for movies. You got any uh, weird, anything else you picked up this uh, week? I saw Bridesmaids last night. Did you? Oh. And what how long has that movie been out? Uh, about a month. Yeah. A month and a half. On a Tuesday night at 8 o'clock, the little, it was like in one of them little theaters in the back. The place was packed. Yeah. Who knew that movie was, had legs? Was it, uh, well, it's was now it the funny? highest grossing of the Judd Apatow comedy. Is it really? Yes, it is. Over 40-year-old virgin. Yes, it is. Over knocked up. Yes. Over funny people. Yes. Well, well that's no surprise. Well, but, I like uh, funny people. But oh, yes, okay. But yes. yes. Oh, speaking of that, I had a little chat this afternoon. Well, actually, With I, funny people? Well, they were. one of them was kind of funny. Uh, I don't know if I can legally talk about it, but... Uh, I was privy to sit in on an that interview. That always gets people's attention. Yeah. With uh, Jesse Eisenberg and Aziz Ansari mm-hmm. talking about their new film. 30 Minutes or Less? 30 Seconds to Die? Or, no, no. 30 Minutes or Less? No, I don't think that's it. I think it's Gone in 30 Minutes or Less? No, it's 30 or Minutes less. or Less. Okay. This well, is why wait. we don't put you on the promotional tours. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, uh, they talked about the movie, and uh, it looks. I don't know. Have you have you seen the trailer? No, I have not. It's like eerily not based. I like they're not officially based, but it's basically that story of the pizza guy getting a bomb strapped to him, and then oh. being forced to rob the bank. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, they made a comedy out of that oh, tragedy. It could be, could, you know, I could see it. It's mm. a black comedy. Yeah, and no, there were only white guys in it. And speaking oh. of, I saw what? Horrible Bosses last night. Oh, really, how was that? Really hilarious. Dang, I wanted to see really that. Really hilarious. So, Is it the new office space? I, there Is it could the be new hangover? Yeah, uh, don't compare that. You know I didn't Is like it the that. new hot tub time machine? 
Uh, yes, I would say it was funnier than Hot Dog really? Time Machine. Really? Oh, so, wow. I, I'm going to see that this weekend. I laughed uh, I laughed a lot. Was it better in Transformers? You know, Transformers is a different kind of film. Was it funnier in Transformers? It was funnier than Transformers. Was it going to be on purpose? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, so let's Was go. it more than meets the eye? Maybe. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, one more thing. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not doing this for comedy. <laughs> no, oh you are How hot was Jennifer Aniston? Uh, very hot. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, but uh, they taunt and they tease, but you do not see any mm, boo. Probably, I mean, there is nudity in it, but it's not with none of hers. You know, just all the guys. Person, no, uh, uh, Colin Farrell. No, uh, okay. although he was very funny in it. Good. And Kevin Spacey was awesome in it. I love. Awesome. Him. I love Kevin Spacey. So, um, and uh, so let's move to television because again, I, I think we're going to go more into your wheelhouse right now because I, I, this is something that I think you have more nostalgia for than I do. Okay. You know, there was a new Thundercats trailer and and uh, that Cartoon Network will be launching the new Thundercats series July 29th. So we Nate's haven't really a talked about it. Are you guy, a Thundercat you? guy, Nate? I am. Uh, however, I have not seen one thing about the new Thundercats, and I don't know if I would embrace that or not. The new one seems really anime-ish, yeah. really manga style. And the only thing that I can that I can recognize now uh, is that I think I I have a dim memory of watching one episode of Thundercats and going, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, is that I? But <laughs> I'm I there with you. At least I recognize from Robot Chicken that they've drastically rethought Snarf. Hmm. Boo! And that Snarf always struck me as the sort of the cranky old grandpa of the group. Snarf was the Orko of the Thundercats, yeah, right? Which was, yeah. I think was one of my problems. But it was the only one of those shows that I watched was He Man. I did watch He Man for a while and thought because I thought Orko was funny. And then it, how all those toy lines seemed slavishly repetitive from the He Man and the Masters of the Universe model. Mm-hmm. Uh, although there's a little nothing more narrow. Wrong with that. So it was, you know, it just didn't, it was just like, eh, you know, so Mum Ra seemed like Skeletor to me. And right, I was like, well, right. I've already saw that and thought that was funny. I'm not, I don't need to watch this one. But that Snarf is now like a cute kittenish character going, Arr. like, and I don't think he talks. I think it's the kind of like, just the. As weird, long as he goes, snarf, me nauseous. snarf. I don't think he goes, snarf, snarf. I don't know. I just mm. saw a little clip, you know. But I thought Lionel looked essentially the same, though a little more anime-ish. But I mean, that's where everything's going. I'm sorry, everything's Disgusting. trying to look like anime. So it'll okay. probably be really big. So, because there is a nostalgia factor, but nobody at this table really has an opinion that's informed beyond, you know, they're they're crapping on your childhood, Nate Costa. I just prefer the uh, you know the '80s style animation, GI Joe, Transformers, Thundercats. What's your take on uh, Renegades? Have you watched Renegades? I haven't even watched it yet. I've tried to watch a couple episodes of GI Joe and Renegades, mm-hmm. and uh, they they try to they're dipping more into a little more of the manga anime style, and I just don't just doesn't work for me. Okay. Just don't like it. Okay. Okay. No, sir. Didn't like you it. You didn't, didn't like, like it. it. Okay, so then going off, tell, unless there's anything else TV-wise, mm-hmm. everybody gets excited. Torchwood will be coming, Miracle Day this weekend, yes. so I'm looking forward to that. I read it, something about more superhero shows, possibly. Oh, yes? W- tell us, well, I saw that you guys talked about Incredible Hulk last week, though. Yeah, yeah. for for 2012. Uh, they were talking about, did you talk about Cloak and Dagger as well? We uh, talked about it. It's been mentioned before, but did yes. Did you talk about the AKA Jessica, Jessica Drew? Drew. Uh, Jessica, no, Jessica Jones, Jessica AKA Jones. Jessica Jones. Yeah. AKA Alias. Uh, yeah, yeah right. I mean, that's old news. When Disney bought Marvel, that was immediately right. picked and out they by were Jeff Loeb. Right, something about trying to do more but they didn't get specific they just said there's such a big 
library of characters that yeah. they try to do more than well, they've always so, got stuff that's you know, in yeah special effects heavy. Yeah, what were we talking or? about the barbecue with uh, Adrian Pilecki? She just got put in a new role. I forget what it was. Uh, well, she was Wonder Woman, and now she's in. She just got cast. Darn it! Oh, I don't. Maybe know. I was talking to Salazar about it. Maybe I didn't. You some know, Salazar and I, our paths did not cross at your yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah, but it was like some new casting thing where... Oh, I missed that. Well, I'll check it out, and then we'll talk about it next week. Darn it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we'll go kind of <laughs> off television a little bit, and it, it was an announcement of a Star Trek movie video game that's going to actually... Oh, right bridge, on time. That's going to bridge oh. between the reboot movie and the, the So you go through a wormhole in the, in the video uh, game? No, no, no. That, that it's going to... Uh, that it will carry through it. Orsi and Kurtzman are going to be writing the video game as well, and it will be kind of in between. Oh, one in between and two. one and two. I see. Yeah. So uh, kind I of. I thought it was going to bridge next generation. And uh, no, what it's actually going to be trying to take a little more character development, so that by by the second movie, when Kirk and Spock are closer friends, the video game would be the explanation yeah, as to why. Too. I think you're right, Adrian. Kalicki right. was cast as Lady J in, in G.I. Joe, Joe. We were talking movie. about that. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Uh, but again, that's like the Thundercats thing. It doesn't quite mean much to me except for that music video last year, The Ballad of Cobra. Yeah. You know, was Lady awesome. J was mentioned we get, we get, It's like Mad Magazine all over again. We get our, yes. we get our stories the parodies, the parodies. I totally know what you're talking about. We're talking about. about the music video that was a thousand times better than the movie, right? Exactly. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Did you a guys see nay. Uh, a million? <laughs> Did you see Panth- a million? Nay, two billion. <laughs> Did you see Panthro sing the Thundercats theme song on Jimmy Fallon? No. <laughs> Do a Hulu search on that if you can. Okay, I'm going to have to now. Um, Pretty wow. good. <laughs> so Pretty anyway, that, this, this is the links portion coming. of your podcast, dear listener. And let's talk about the Batman Arena show, which goes, which opens in Manchester, so the UK, yeah. in two weeks. It looks awesome. <laughs> it looks awesome. Wait, they have trailers? Is it like... Got, yes! There's a ton go, of video You up. go to their website, they've got trailers like crazy. They've been shooting rehearsal. They've been leaking rehearsal footage. Is this like Turn Off the Dark? No! no. Oh, okay. This it's is like, like Turn on a, the Awesome. This is like by a giant foam finger with a bat signal and go, Yay, Batman! I mean, it's the only thing that's lame about watching the it's, rehearsal footage it's like, is it's so clear this is meant for an arena. You see the stuff they showed, with and the you f- can't hear the kids going ape because they're not there. They're the just fly through the it. city, and then the video wall where they're going into the mansion and down into the you know you didn't yeah, see everything skewed. I did see some of that. So skewed perspectives so that they can tell the story with a video screen of how Dick Grayson. You know, gets it's the story of Dick the, Grayson. Yeah, and, yeah. Wait, uh, is this coming like on a world tour? Yes, or? yes. Oh my god, are we all gonna go? Totally. Are we all gonna go? Oh my god, totally. Yeah. The arena. I'm Probably. Hoping. I, uh, no, no U.S. dates have been announced yet. They're they're negotiating, but that'll be 2012. So it's in England uh, through July and August and uh, September. Did Coldplay do the music? No, the. I have no idea what the music is. Did it's Bono just, and the Edge do it? That's going to be such a but Alan Heinberg is uh, Alan Heinberg is uh, is wrote it. Uh, so the, the guy who wrote um, Batman. So it's Gnome not a musical though, right? No, I'm sure there'll be music like how they <laughs> they the, show no the arena shows always do have like big. But they're not going to dance. The fight, the fight like sequence or? did look like a dance. They were, they yes. had that one <laughs> that one group. And they of weren't stick playing fighters. any music. Yeah, right. but it's clear. It's I loved when the big Joker face came out and you realized the teeth are actually people in his mouth. And they unfurl and come out. People, <laughs> yes. They're they start people. rolling out. You have to mouth. watch it. I've got it on Family Planet. You can see uh, the link. Uh, go right. see it. Gonna, it is go check awesome. It, out. it does look awesome. It, I, it, that is going to be the strangest audience ever because you have families bringing their small children who are going to be going nuts, and then you have all the geeky comic book guys going shh, 
<laughs> Respect <laughs> the source <laughs> material. <laughs> I, well, I thought that it was like they were. There's one of the videos has an interview with one of the designers. She's going. So you go. You know the, the the set when you walk in. It's like a 45 minute pre-show of helicopters going around and like crimes. Sounds. It's sounds, a soundscape. Cri- soundscape of crimes going off in Gotham City, and they've got the entire Gotham City uh, landscape in the cityscape on the arena floor. And she says, like, you know, so, I mean, definitely the Gotham City experts will, will recognize all the, all the touchpoint places. And, like, and that's exactly what I thought. It's like, oh, those poor children, they're going to have to put up <laughs> with people like us going, oh, my God, that's where the bank should be. That was fantastic. <laughs> Either that or their parents are going to get murdered in Crime Alley. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, um, it's so real. <laughs> yes. Mommy. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible thing! No, because I don't think they're gonna. I think you know they'll do Robin's origin, but I don't think they're gonna deal with that. No, Batman's. they won't deal with that. So, and they've got you know original artwork up, and it just looks it's a fantastic. The bat suit looks like it looks like the suit from uh, Arkham uh, As Asylum. Arkham Asylum, yeah. Oh, it's and very metallic the, looking. All the villains look uh, look just awesome. The Joker looks great. I wasn't wasn't a big fan of their take on Harley Quinn, but no, uh, that's my least favorite. But their Poison Ivy works very well. It does. The Kyle looks right. Wait, the Riddler looks really good. While we're talking about Batman, I thought of something else. Yes, and if it's true, you're going to. I'm going to be vindicated yet again. Oh yes, I read this. I read what I'm talking about. Please explain that. And I thought, okay, let's go right now. Since uh, we are talking about Batman. If Stephanie Rodriguez was here, I would make her go back into the archives and pull up the actual podcast episode where you said. I predict the future. Where we were talking about if uh, Marvel movies always have cameos by Stan Lee. Almost always. uh, Almost always, because X-Men First Class did not. We were trying to come up with what would be the DC DC equivalent and Lon suggested I basically had said what what other aging actor or icon does DC have and Adam I West. said they should pull Adam West Burt Ward oh. and the rumor this week has been that Adam West has been spotted near the studio in England that they're shooting Dark Knight Rises and that Adam West will be making a cameo. He could just, he could just be stalking them, though. Uh, but, but, like Kobayashi well, well, does and, and that's what someone said. It's like, well, I mean, just to be coincidence that he's in England. I'm like, why would Adam <laughs> West be in England for any other reason? Because this is exactly what happened with X-Men First Class when some cab driver said, I just took Hugh Jackman to the studio and went, no, no, just some guy that looked like Hugh Jackman. And then lo and behold, that was a well-kept secret. It kind of di- died down. X-Men First Class comes out, and there's Hugh Jackman in the middle of X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. So, right. Uh, quick question. Why would Hugh Jackman take a cab to the studio if they're trying to keep that a secret? Well, to see, exactly. Maybe the cab driver oversold his role in that he drove by, or maybe he was not a cab driver, but a town a car, car driver. Yeah. You know, a driver. A driver. This is what PAs are for. Yeah, PAs don't ever Twitter. Yeah, we know that doesn't have or tweet. But uh, I'm just saying, though. Or twit. Yes. Once again, the Fanboy Planet podcast has predicted the future, and it's coming true. Yes. And on that note. Yeah, that's all we've got. Let's all give our future predictions before we uh, sign off, shall we? Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, I already do mine weekly, so know, that's why you got to come back uh, and tune in what's yours, every Nate? week. What's yours, Nate? My prediction for the future is that the... <sighs> you were supposed to have one. Nice. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have one right now. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I, I have one. Okay. Next week, you can check us out with special guests... Trina Robbins. And, and Steve Leoloa. 
Pirates, and that's going to come true. That's right, because they are going to be signing Wednesday, July 13th, at Elusive Comics and Games, Yay! 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. Ask for Anna, and she'll give you personal service. That's right. Wait a minute. That's... She gave no, me personal no, you, service. No, you just made, you just made it dirty. Problem. No, I did not. In Anna gives case, personal case, service. However, in you this case, we first. were talking about the evil alien lizard queen. Yes. So you don't want that hey. personal service. No, not you. We, weren't talk- we were talking about Perry. About V. Are talking about Perry? <laughs> <laughs> Different queen. The show's unraveling fast. Different Let's queen. Close. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to go out. I was ready to go out when you first gave me the cue. I'm trying. But no. Oh, no, you couldn't do it. What did All I- right. So this is Derek McCoy. If you have questions, compliments, comments, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com uh, or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. If you want a new word of the day. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. This is Lon Nostradamus Lopez. Mm-hmm. This is Nate Costa. And this is Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers, powers only, only for good. good in the future. No one will ever hear that. <laughs> and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.